Training, mindset, integrity, incremental improvement. What can you do better today? Start right here with the Pendola Project. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pendola Project. This episode today is a special edition in which you're going to hear me having a conversation with my very dear friend, Blair Zika. Blair and I have known each other for many, many years, and she and I have gone through similar, albeit separate, journeys through grief and healing. But Blair came from a different perspective with her healing. She began using her art. That's how this kind of started. That was her way to get back to who she was prior to this event in her life that changed everything. Through her art, through yoga, brought her to her journey of using subtle body work for healing. If you don't know what that is, you're not familiar with that, give this episode a listen because you're going to learn a lot as I did. I thought I knew what this was all about. Um, and then she and I had this great conversation and I learned so much more. She really wants to reach out and help anybody that is feeling grief, feeling shame, feeling guilt, and trying to move past this to recognize this pain in your life and heal. And she believes that each individual is their own greatest healer. And if we can return to love and let go of the shame and guilt that we feel, whether it's experiences that we have caused ourselves or experiences that have been caused by outside forces, uh, please give this a listen. And I hope you enjoy this conversation. Hey guys, welcome back to our special edition of the Pandola Project, and today is extra special. Um, that's putting it mildly. I have one of my dear friends that has become family over the years, Miss Blair Zika. Uh, I will let her introduce herself at this point, and she can tell you a little bit about why she's here. Yeah, it's uh, to be here with you is so special. I think that everything we've journeyed through just in how our lives have become intertwined and to now be sharing from this space just feels very special. So thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Like I said last time, I'm honored. I'm honored to be a part mm -hmm. of this message that we will explain to you guys. That's just, um, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it really, really is. And I, what we'll unpack during this conversation is how we've come to this moment, but for me, it's just been such a beautiful journey of navigating through the darkest of waters and how we can do that in a way that releases the suffering from it and allows us to receive the lessons from it and then share that out. We're all just kind of walking each other home through this process. None of us really know what it is that we're doing. I was just, <laughs> that was my point. I was just going to say, people listening to this, like, how do you get something positive from suffering? Like how, how, is, how do those two things come together? For me, it's the best way that I can explain it at this point is I have allowed myself to look at our journeys through grief and suffering and pain as if it's its own art piece to where when we allow ourselves to feel what's coming up, 
we can witness what the the message is behind it, what lessons that we are to learn from it. And in that investigation, we kind of take our power back from it and it's no longer keeping us in this state of perceived separation. Rather, we're allowing it to become part of our story. And when we, re- we no longer reject aspects of ourselves, we reclaim who we are on a holistic level. And that really allows us to throw our full self into life. And so it's releasing that limiting belief that pain is bad. Yes, that's you know, such a traditional um, mindset, whether it's physical, spiritual, mental, pain is negative and we try to avoid that at all costs yeah and and can it be that it's just different pain is just different from love dark is just different from light and all of this is necessary to exist fully if we only want to exist as aspects of ourself okay choose light or choose dark and we see what has happened when we make that type of a choice it's when we allow ourselves to receive all of who we are we then begin to receive all of who everyone else is and the judgment and rejection and shame that we put onto ourselves and to others dissolves. So how, I mean, this, you sum it up so beautifully, but it obviously wasn't that easy. You know, it wasn't no. just like a, I'm going to wake up today and, you know, I'm fine with everything. So how, what, what led you here? Like, how did you get here? I know that's also a big question, but we can, we can take it step by step. Yeah, so I think we let's just start, I guess, at the beginning of it when, um, so Eric, we know him well. Uh, He's a a dear person in all of our lives, uh, but he was my partner for many years. And in 2016, under some really challenging circumstances, he chose to exit his life experience through the completion of suicide. And I mean... As anyone knows, that type of a shift, so abrupt, uh, brings us into this space of complete unknown. Everything in an instant is different. And everything in an instant no longer makes sense. And we've kind of, at least for me, I felt like I was floating. What do I do now? Nothing was as it was moments before. And so... I made a choice. I made a choice to understand why these moments were taking place and who I was inside of it. I I became an active participant in the grief of it so that I wasn't just being pushed around by it so that I wasn't allowing it to tell my story, but I was taking that power back so that I could understand my story to then share it out. Because as we know, Suicide is not a small issue. It impacts all beings. Um, It knows no discrimination. Um, What it does know is shame. And what it does know is guilt. And so, yeah, that's really the entry part into it. That's how you got started on your path of, what do you say, discovery of spiritual how how would you say like yeah it's a true it it started as just asking a lot of questions and not in the sense of why is this happening to me from like a victim standpoint but from a curiosity standpoint of okay this is my life in this moment how am I going to show up and, and experience it and in there there's a lot of trial and error and you know in the very beginning 
I didn't feel quite safe to leave my house. There were some things that were kind of shadowing this whole experience with his passing. And so for the first several months, I was just inside a lot. And what I began doing was just making art. And I mean, piece after piece. And they're very large pieces that are hand-drawn to very intricate and small details. And so, I mean, one of the pieces that I created for our show this weekend is it took about 60 hours to make. And that 60 hours of sitting and creating, which was coming so naturally that it allowed me to process through a lot of stuff. And that was my first experience with meditation. It was my own way of meditating on an experience which then was that portal of entry into my spiritual And awakening. yeah, you didn't even realize that's what you were doing at the time. Not it just kind close. of came to you. And then I know that through that, if I'm correct, you got into the practice of yoga. Yeah. But that was kind of tied into this whole process yeah. with you and yeah, healing. And... Yeah, it really was. It was, okay, I'm processing all of this, but I'm feeling it stick inside of me. I'm ready to, like, how do I pull it out? And so a really dear friend of mine, uh, she had just completed a yoga teacher training. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go check this thing out. And so I started yoga. And the combination of meditation and yoga was beautiful. And I stayed in that space for a couple of years. And then I transitioned into uh, energetic, subtle body work. And that's really where my journey completely opened wide up. And it, it really is a... That last piece for me that was physical health for the body, mental and emotional health for the mind, and then energetic, subtle body work for really kind of creating that holistic journey. And it's just been, that's where I have really tapped into how I can share of my story uh, because it was in the subtle body release work where I was able to release my own shame and my own guilt around everything that had happened just with Eric, but then also everything I have endured my lifetime and and the limiting beliefs I had put on myself as well. Yeah, because you can do, like I said, you can do all the physical work that you want and you can, you know, try as hard as you can to get release that way. But what you just said really was... um really got me like you felt something was stuck like you did everything or you were doing everything that you thought you could be doing but there was just something that still wasn't able to to be released and that came through with the subtle body work so explain a little bit about that because for people listening they may not know I mean we know the energy healing I'm to to a degree but what what is the subtle body work how how does that yeah so our physical body has a mirror in our subtle body So as we look at our organs in our physical body, they're mirrored as our physical energy centers of our chakras in our subtle body. As we look at our cardiovascular system within our physical body, that's mirrored in our subtle body through different nadis and meridian points. Um, As we look at our electromagnetic field in our physical body and the electricity that our physical body puts out, that's also mirrored in our subtle body through uh, our auric field and things of that nature. And so wherever there's physical trauma in our body, we also store that on an energetic and subtle level. So for example, if I'm in a car accident and I have a laceration to my liver, 
I will go seek Western medicine support and they will repair that laceration. Um, maybe they'll follow it up with some uh, antibiotics to ensure I don't get an infection, things of that nature. But what's also taking place is, so if I was to ask a Western doctor where my liver is, they would point it out, right? Like right. Oh, in your front of your upper right or abdomen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, sweet, thank you so much. Uh, I ask a Chinese medicine doctor where that is. And they will point to the different meridian points on my feet and right. my hands and things of that nature. Okay. And also our liver is stored in our third chakra, which is called our solar plexus, our power center, which is also then stored in the third layer of our auric field. And so if we're not releasing the, the subtle body trauma that we endure, we will continue to on an energetic level and a subconscious level call in experiences that remind us of this wounding so that we can heal it. So when we find ourselves saying, how am I here again? I really thought I learned my lesson with this. How am I still attracting this situation? It's because on an energetic level, it's still a part it's of us. It's still there. Yeah. You haven't you haven't gotten rid of it or yeah. worked your way completely through it. Or Absolutely. I don't know if I'm saying that right. No, but... you're saying it perfectly. Okay. And the the misunderstanding that I had for a long time in the healing journey was that once I navigated through some core wounding that I would no longer feel pain. Right. That's not the case. Yeah. Our life has pain. It's a part of this third dimension that we reside in. It's we are all beings of free will. And so we are going to encounter moments of pain. Right. What we can let go of and what is optional is the suffering okay. of it. And so assuming that we will encounter pain at some point, we can engage with it in a way that allows us to process it. Whereas if we allow ourselves to remain in suffering, it's a dull and painful life no matter what we do. Right. And people are going to say, well, you know, just avoid it. You right. know, just don't, well, but then you get back. I said, why am I here again? It's because yep. you never took the opportunity. And it's tough. It's yeah. not an easy thing. No. It's not pretty. There's not, you know, there's no sugarcoating it. Mm -hmm. it's, it can be an ugly process at times. Yeah. Well, we can see what happens when we bypass the, the shadow aspects of our journey. I think 2020 is showing us the collective <laughs> energy of bypassing for hundreds of years that which we do not want to touch. Right. Um, but as we continue to reject parts of ourselves, the lessons become more and more painful and more and more intense but because the intention is to claim it. To, and when we claim it, what we're doing is taking our power back from it. Yes, I like that. I like that a lot. So then it's not in the background unconsciously causing all of this projection of wounding onto each other. Yep. And so our journey of, of healing this life experience is within us in the sense of if I can do my inner work to a deep enough level, then I'm not wandering around unconsciously projecting my own anger and frustration and pain onto everyone else. Rather, I'm doing the healing work from within so there's no more anger that's going to be projected because I'm no longer angry at myself. Yeah. and Which you, becomes a really big journey that we right. can maybe on a different, <laughs> a different podcast. Yeah, but that's so empowering too, though. It's like you have the choice. Mm -hmm. You have the opportunity to change these things yeah. if you desire. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly empowering and it's the ultimate gut check because we can no longer blame our pain on someone else. Right. So it's that double edge of, okay... I'm going to step into this and take full ownership knowing that I have to take an honest and raw look at how I'm choosing to show up because pain is inevitable in the beginning of a healing journey, but there's a pain of healing and a pain of suffering. 
And so the pain of suffering is it, it will never go away unless we engage it. Whereas the pain of healing might feel more intense up front, but we're dissolving it as right. we go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Matt, everyone listening knows who Matt is, of course, my husband, but he will say that with his athletes, like the negative thoughts. If you constantly ignore these negative thoughts that you're having about performance or whatever it is, eventually it's going to catch up to you. You can't, you can't outrun that. You've got to face it and in whatever way you choose to sort through that and deal with it Yeah, because it will eventually, it will eventually get you. And I think that that's what's so beautiful is that these are, these are lessons or aspects of our journeys that we know. So when Matt says that, it's no different than when I say, as within, so without. Right? Like our inner experience creates and manifests our outer reality. Where we place our thoughts is what we will call in from an energetic standpoint. The universe is kind. It wants us to receive that which we focus on. It wants to show up for us in that, in that way. So if my fo- my focus is constantly on this energy of pain, or like why is my life always harming me? Why, why, why? The universe is going to respond with all the reasons why. And you're not going to like it. <laughs> and you're not going to like it <laughs> no. until you realize like, oh, wait, if I can shift this perspective and take the lessons from it, release the pain and the suffering, then I can journey through it in a way that allows me to step into my sovereignty, into this liberation into this idea that all beings are free, but we are the ones that limit that freedom. Right. It's nothing outside of ourselves, the structures, the systems, anything that's in place that limits us. It's us believing that we're limited. Right. Mm-hmm. And that kind of brings us to this, the nonprofit that you have been so focused on. Mm-hmm. And I really, this, again, this message is just unbelievable. So, um, Tell us this nonprofit that you've been building and building and building towards. Can you explain that? Yeah. So, oh, this is so exciting. Uh, This is the first time I'm really going to be able to talk about it. And you guys can't see her face, (laughs) but she's just like lights up when this topic comes up. So you can probably feel it through her voice. Mm -hmm. But if you could see her face right now, you'd know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. It's yeah, it's just so magical. It's so there, I, I feel as though there's a purpose for our pain. And when we can understand that purpose, we're able to then show up in a way that supports a greater good. And so for me, I am very passionate in the belief that we are our own greatest healer and that all that we journey through, we have the answers and the solutions in the medicine inside of ourselves to be able to understand why we're here and what we're here to show up for. And so I also believe that our healing journeys should be free and that so many that travel through this life aren't able to gain access to them because the the healing that I'm sharing is not covered by traditional insurance systems, right? It's an, it's an energy healing modality and that's not something that's been integrated into the Western world yet from a financial support perspective. Right. And so there's so many that miss out on these opportunities simply because of that and then so many other reasons but what I've been doing is offering free workshop series and free um, healing conversations as a journey guide to help illuminate the path of a different perspective because again I don't feel as though I can heal anyone 
what we can do is say, hey, have you tried looking at it through this lens? And if that feels like it resonates, journey there and you will uncover what it is that guided you to that point. And so the nonprofit is called Mountain Medicine and I'm a huge advocate for hiking and spending time on great mother earth her medicine is so beautiful and when we can connect back to her she grounds us into our experience so that we're not lost in our thought and in our unconscious and subconscious mind but we can anchor into our experience and so mountain medicine is a nonprofit i've been working towards which will offer free retreat experiences uh, to journey in this way, specifically with the focus being towards our veteran community. Um, Because as we were speaking about earlier, Eric, uh, my partner, he was a Marine and um, another one of our brothers was a Marine. And uh, I have spoken with several veterans who have also had um, many brothers and sisters who have chosen to complete suicide. And um, it's an opportunity to really bring us into a space of compassion and safety and non-judgment to sit with the stories that need to be shared because when we can shine a light on the shame that we keep inside of ourselves again we're taking our power back from it and we realize especially when we are witnessed by someone else we can say what it is that we are ashamed of out loud and no one's around and it's powerful But it's not even close as powerful as it is when we can say it out loud to someone and they say, that is so beautiful. I witness you and I still love you. Yes. Yes. We were talking right before this, the shame Mm -hmm. versus guilt. Yes. And that those two things get kind of mushed together in a sense. Um, And you had a really great Mm. definition or explanation of the shame versus guilt. Yeah. Thank you. It's. It is so true because guilt is that feeling that we've done something wrong. Like, oh, I'm guilty about this. I I really feel like I want to own it and and make amends with it. Shame, on the other hand, is the belief that we are bad. And so while guilt is this feeling that we've done something bad, shame is telling us that we are. So it's more internal, like the guilt you can kind of place upon other things, but the shame is you yeah and what that's reinforcing is that we're not worthy of anything good we're not worthy of healing we're not worthy of receiving love we're not worthy of of journeying in a different way and so usually shame is birthed from either whether it's childhood wounding or wounding that we endure later on in life where we've actually done something bad right uh holding ourselves accountable for the action is huge But just because we've done something bad, and as horrific as it may be, does not mean that we're not worthy of healing. And so this is an opportunity to say, yes, let's hold ourselves accountable to the actions, but let's also offer an opportunity for all beings to heal, regardless of what they've done. Yes, and this is going to make it more, for me, like having a child. (laughs) And Mia, and we still have this conversation, she'll do something quote-unquote bad, And she gets really sad. She's like, I'm a bad person. I try to tell him like, you are not a bad person. You are a wonderful person. You made a bad decision, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you are now a bad person. And I think that that philosophy as a child, they're like, oh, you know, it makes sense. But if you don't hear that or you don't know that as we get older, we're so as an adult, we don't 
have someone telling us that necessarily. So then we end up just internalizing that and then it becomes the shame. And like you said, you just don't feel worthy of being a good person again. Yeah, so true. And that's another piece of where the art came in for me. So art began to show me that there's really, not only did it show me that I could create something incredibly beautiful during such a dark time in my life, that's what allowed me to embrace pain and the beautiful aspects of it. But what it also did, and this was clinch from, I mean, this was a game changer, was it allowed me to remove and release this idea of right and wrong. Because when I'm creating art, there's no right or wrong way to do that. And so when I applied art to my life and began looking at myself as my greatest art piece, I replaced this idea of right and wrong, good and bad, with is this loving or is this unloving? Because I know what that feels like inside. I know what loving feels like. And when that feels expansive and blissful and harmonious, whereas when I'm functioning from a space of unlove, I feel constricted and I feel sticky and muddy and mucky. And so looking at all things as, okay, is this choice from a space of unlove or is this choice from a space of love and if it's from a space of unlove I simply allow myself to course correct and functioning in that way almost it's it's walking a parallel line to this constant level of forgiveness of I'm just figuring it out and so when I'm paying attention and that's the meditation piece the art and the meditation brought me into the space of presence so I could even be aware of how I'm showing up in the present moment because if I'm constantly thinking of the past and where regret lies and things like that, then I'm not present for right now. And if I'm constantly anxious about the future of the unknown, again, my energy is scattered all over the place and I'm missing out on harnessing my fullest potential in the only moment that actually matters and that's right now. Right. So can we take inspired action right now to do everything that we can and everything that's out of our control, that's what we surrender over. So the act of surrendering is not saying that we're giving up or I'm not powerful. It's saying there are certain aspects of this journey that I just simply can't control. It's the way that this life is designed. But there is an energy source that can support that. And I'm going to go ahead and co-create my part through taking inspired action. So I'm going to go ahead and and set up everything I can for this art show. Set up everything I can for this nonprofit. Everything that's out of my control, like how things will fall in to be funded or who's going to show up and support things like that, that's out of my control. And so I can surrender that over and just trust that when I show up from a space of love, I will be magnified by the universe with that. It wants us to be successful. Yes, I like that you said that, that the earth does want us to to be happy. Yes. (laughs) And generally, people are good. Yes. It's hard to see that sometimes with all the negativity that we see constantly Mm -hmm. in it's so it's refreshing to like just come back to that as simple as it sounds but inherently people are good Mm -hmm. and they want to do good and they want good for everybody so yeah and I think that that is where we can infuse compassion into this journey is the essence of who we are is good and so especially with my experience with Eric and seeing you know I I knew this man and he was a good, good, good man. And there was also an aspect of him that was really stuck in his wounding. And it's 
being able to see how our wounding gone unchecked and unhealed and unengaged with manifests in some horrific ways and should we choose to do the deeper work we can reclaim that part of ourselves and so that has allowed me to really look at everything that's happening on a global perspective as yes there are some horrific things taking place so much is coming up so much is like just being shown to us in a way that we hadn't realized before and also look at the projected wounding the darkness of this life experience is our wounding coming out to say yo i'm here <laughs> and if we don't start taking some action and making some different choices yes. this is just going to perpetuate itself right and so can we hold compassion for even the most harmful of people and say yes let's hold them accountable to their behaviors and also let's offer the healing that's necessary so that this no longer continues to be something that drives our human experience. Yeah, could you imagine? I mean, if every person had that opportunity. Yeah. Like that would be that would be beautiful. It'd be great because again, we're our own greatest healer. And so if we can choose to do the work for ourselves, let's stop worrying about what the person next to us is doing. Because if we can do our work, we're just going to reflect that energy out more and more and more. And then everyone we pass by, it's almost like this silent gift of permission that we're offering out yes. saying like, yes, yeah, like you can vibrate here too. Yes. Yeah. And with your, with the nonprofit, the mountain medicine, I mean, you would have a group, all similar experiences, maybe some different experiences, but like you said, having people there to witness mm -hmm. and to say it's okay. And we accept you. And through that, yeah. through that healing process. So the art show, yeah, let's talk about that because yes. that's this Saturday, mm -hmm. the twelfth. Yeah, and where where can people find you for this art show? Yeah, so in honor of all that is happening with the uh, new guidelines of our global pandemic, there are some things to mention. Uh, it's technically a private event, so if you're interested, maybe reach out to Aaron. Aaron can reach out to me, and I can RSVP who just so that we can have a head count of who is there. Um, but it'll be taking place from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. on Saturday the 12th at Black Rabbit Mead uh, in the Brewery District of Reno Is on that, 4th Street. Okay, I was just going to ask if that was 4th. Yeah, fourth, right it's on 4th fourth, Street. Yeah. Okay, okay. Which they've done so much beautiful oh, work Oh, it's down great there. down there. Yes. It really is. It's not the, the same old 4th Street from my parents' day. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And thank goodness because I live on West 2nd. Yeah, and so I was like, thank you. Like, let's keep doing this. Um, okay, so Black Rabbit Mead. And yeah, yeah so you guys can get a hold of me, Aaron at PandolaTraining.com or through Instagram at Pandola Project. And Blair, you have your instagram as well if they yeah. want to contact you which is uh it's underscore blair underscore elizabeth okay and they yeah. can if they choose Please, to yeah. is there any kind of um are you doing virtual auctioning because i know this is all fundraising towards this nonprofit. Yeah. so the more the more interest the better yeah the more interest the better for sure and i'll be setting up some other fundraising opportunities that i'll make sure to share with you yes too. please um but yeah you can reach out to me directly if you're interested in donating and i can share kind of what my venmo or what my uh paypal is in that way uh, but for this art show specifically there's two pieces that will be featured in silent auction and part of the proceeds will also be going to two separate organizations so while the funding will be going to support the nonprofit, mm -hmm. um, it's also going to support, one piece will be donated to 
um, an organization called MAPS, which is a multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies. Okay. Which they are an organization that has been researching the positive impacts of uh, plant medicines, again, from Mother Earth, and how they can support deep PTSD and deep trauma, specifically with veterans. I say another veteran-based. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the the benefits and the healing of that are so beautiful. And you can hop online to check them out uh, because all of their guided journeys are with um, psychiatrists, psychologists, doctors. So it's a very structured research program, uh, and it really discusses the benefits and and how quickly um, these veterans are able to transcend these deep, deep, deeply rooted um, traumas. So that's a beautiful organization. And the second piece is going to an equally amazing organization. It's called Operation Underground Railroad, and it's uh, in support of reducing child trafficking. Yes. And so they have been in... Um, they've been an organization since 2012. Okay. The founder, actually, his child was taken. Oh, my goodness. Um, and so that's what started his, and they have yet to find him. I was just going to ask. Um, I didn't want to, but. <laughs> yeah, but they have been making incredibly powerful strides. Um, so much beautiful healing is taking place because they also have an integration program. Okay. For the, the, the children people that, that have they returned. been recovered. Okay. Yeah. And I'll, guys, I'll put links to all of these things in the show notes. So, we just gave you a ton of information, but I'll make sure you have all the contact and everything so yeah. we know how to get in touch and help fund all these. I mean, gosh, you're doing all kinds of <laughs> amazing <laughs> work out here. So, Well, it's just so important. I think that anything that we can do to show up, um, because while our journeys of healing are incredibly our own, we do coexist with community. And as beings it is our natural disposition to coexist. Right. And so how can we share and create, and it's not from a space of good vibes only. Like that's for me only, that is kind of one of the worst things that we could have ever put out into the universe. Like, <laughs> Cause everything's only. supposed to be happy. Yeah. And that's what you say. Sunshine passing. and rainbows all the time. No, like sunshine and rainbows rule. Uh, <laughs> however, when we, the deep shadow work is, again quite beautiful and it's if we can allow ourselves to release what we think beauty even is yes and you say you can't have the light without the dark and the yin and the yang i mean you've got to have balance and you're going to encounter ugly dark things in your life so if we know how to cope with that a little better then yeah it's it's the idea of like releasing separation that i'm separate from everything else um because that separation guides us into isolation which perpetuates our shame um Suicide is often a product of separation from self or separation from spirit in whatever context that resonates with you. Um, Separation from each other, separation from our creativity. Ego and pain thrives in this journey of isolation. Yeah, feeling alone and Mm -hmm. feeding on that just Mm -hmm. desperation, that feeling that, yeah, there's no one there to, to help you. And what we're journeying towards is this return to unity consciousness that because our thoughts create our experience, can you imagine if for 30 seconds, every single person in this life focused on love just for 30 seconds, we'd be like, man, that was pretty awesome. Like, right. I'm just going to go Let's ahead and do keep that doing again. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, and people would tell me all the time, like, you're so naive. Like, that's not possible. It's like, thank you for sharing that. Like, I can hold space for that. And also, I invite you to think about why. Yeah. Why is that not possible? Anything is. Yeah. So... This is amazing. Do you have anything else before we leave this conversation that we don't want to miss? 
anything to get out there um if you have anything else that you want to add no i'm just super grateful for the opportunity to share and yeah any way that someone might feel called to show up and support i think right now um the creative ideas are there the the people the physical people that will be volunteering and supporting are there um, it's the financial support that right. we could that we could use right okay. now to just get this going in the right direction. And you'll keep us updated, and I will update also on our Instagram. I know you're talked about getting the GoFundMe page going, perhaps yeah. in the near future, yeah. because again, this is going to be free. Yeah. So the money's got to come from somewhere, somewhere right? Yeah. And um, we'd love it. Yeah, even if it's just whatever you whatever you feel you can you can give to this would be amazing. Yeah, we'll be offering the free mountain retreats to our veterans. Um, and I'll also be offering mountain retreats to those who would like to, to sign up and pay for them. So a separate, yeah, same, same idea, but yeah. a, it's a the separate. same journey. Okay. But those that can afford to pay for yes. it will be funding 100% I was going to say the fund the other. Exactly. Yeah. So you're yeah. doing yourself some good yeah. and you're also helping yeah. another human out. So that would also yeah. be amazing. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Blair Zika. Again, my dear friend, family, mm-hmm. I would say at this point. Yeah. So, um, thank you so much, you guys for listening again. I'm going to put all the notes that you can have all the contact info you need for this amazing project. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.